Hey, just want to jump in here real quick before the show starts and let you know that this is the final week we'll, we will be offering tickets to Dropship Breakthrough Live. We do need to have all the hotel rooms booked, so our deal is done on the 30th, so we're shutting her down on the 30th, so John and I can start preparing for the people who did sign up. So if you've been thinking about coming to Dropship Breakthrough Live in late July in Minneapolis, now is your time to act. Head to dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash live, grab your ticket today, grab your hotel room, and we'll see you in Minneapolis. Now today starts a bit of a rewind for the podcast Everyone gets busy around July 4th here in America, and wouldn't you know it, uh, your sales dip, and so do our podcast listens. And so what we wanted to do was replay some of our most popular episodes, ones that if you've just joined the podcast feed recently, maybe you haven't gone back and listened to these, and there's absolute gold in old podcast episodes. Now, we put out 150 plus episodes at this point, and so I'm going to cherry pick our most listened to and some of our most popular that we've gotten feedback on that tell us, hey, these are the ones people are really loving. So we're going to start today with how you can start your business in eight steps, why it's important to build your website before you call suppliers. This is an absolute gold episode and it leads into a bunch of even more gold episodes that we're going to release over the course of the next couple of weeks here throughout the 4th of July holiday. Uh, so enjoy some of these replays. And again, if you've been thinking about coming to Dropship Breakthrough Live, this is your last call. This is it. This is the last week. Dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash live. We'd love to have you there. If you are, if you have questions, pop them in the Facebook group. Shoot us a DM. If you're in Slack, shoot us a message. We're happy to answer the questions and see what we can do to help get you there. If you've been on the fence, it's time to act. All right, enjoy this replay episode of Eight Steps. Eight Steps. Build your high-ticket dropshipping website in just eight steps. Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Tuesday. Today, we are going to talk about how to build your dropshipping website in eight simple steps. I, I truly believe... While these are going to take some work, it's simple. There's not much to this process uh, of what we need to get built. And again, uh, we're building this before we've actually contacted suppliers, and we're doing that for a reason. Um, and so we need to get this built. John, tell them why you need to build this website before you even called these suppliers that we found a couple episodes ago. Yeah, absolutely. This is a really important step. And this is, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of people online saying, oh, I tried to get local supplies for my dropshipping business, and none of them would say yes. Or I was thinking of launching a business and I contacted suppliers and none of them are saying yes to me. One of the big reasons why those people have that problem is because they don't have anything to show the supplier. So suppliers, local suppliers with like quality brands, which are the ones we're looking to work with uh, in any market, they want to work with retailers, i.e. you, people who are serious, right? Who they can see are you know, serious about building a business. And so we set things up, a website, our branding, all of that stuff before we contact suppliers so that when we contact them, there's something for them to look at. And they can see that we've got skin in the game and we didn't just wake up this morning in our underpants in bed and, and go, oh, I thought I might start a business sometime in the future. So let's call some people. They don't want that person, right? Or at least they don't want to feel like they're dealing with that person. They want to feel like and have some confidence that you actually know what you're doing. 
right? And that you're serious about building a business. So when we set up a website, you know, where they can see what it's going to look like, they can see where their products are going to go online, they can have a lot more confidence that they're actually uh, going to get a result here, you know, because what they're interested in doing is making more money and they want to see that you have some idea about how to help them make more money. I think there's some persuasion in there too of like, I remember being taught uh, originally like years ago, put up their suppliers, uh, uh, their competitors rather. Uh, And so when you call them, they're like, oh, well, they have this brand and this brand. They must need us. I actually fucking disagree with that. Don't fucking lie. Like literally build the site, tell them it's a demo site and say, I've built out three products from your brand and I want you to see them and like do a good job on those three products. And it's a little bit of persuasion to show them their shit. Most people only care about themselves. Uh, in fact, everyone only cares about themselves. John, I don't give a shit about you. I care about Ben. It's Ben's world and we all just live in it. Well, guess what? Uh, the brand you call that guy, while he might hate his job as much as everyone else hates their job, he cares about talking about himself and he cares about talking about his brand. And so it's a little bit of persuasion, I think, to actually build out their brand and say, come over to mynewwebsite.com and check out how your brand is listed here. Here's a, you know, I'll email you a direct link if you're looking at a product and uh, I've featured X, Y, and Z from your product. I really love your brand. Like, uh, they care about that stuff. Like go into detail and talk about them. That's why we do it. How, what's the how? How do we do it? We've got eight steps here, Ben, that uh, that you can go through uh, to, and you'll, you'll have your website set up. Um, and uh, just to be clear from the start, I don't know if we mentioned it, but we absolutely always build our websites on the Shopify platform, um, which we love. I mean, while you can do it on any other platform, Shopify is by far and away the easiest and quickest way for somebody to get a quality website up online. So if you're new to drop shipping, you're just getting started in your online business journey. Um, you know, yeah, you could use WordPress or Magento or any of these, but please don't. Just head straight to Shopify, uh, Shopify.com. We'll have a link in the show notes, and uh, yeah, that's where you want to start. If you want a special deal, we try to do the best we can for our students. This is uh, our referral link, and we'd appreciate it if you click through it. Uh, we do the best to get the best deal you can. Dropshipbreakthrough.com slash Shopify is our link. Uh, if you're signing up for a new business and you want to get the best deal possible, that's where I would send you for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So eight steps, and you know, uh, in you can do these steps in uh, you know in a few different orders, I suppose. But uh, you know, right off the bat, I'm going to say. You know, in our last episode, we talked about what should you name your business. So hopefully you've got a name for your business. The first thing you want to do is go out and buy, make sure you've secured that domain. So you can head to, you know, probably a number of different domain name providers. I personally use GoDaddy. Um, ben, I don't know who you use. I use GoDaddy. It's as simple as going onto a, one of those registrars, or those domain name providers, putting in the name and checking out on it. Yeah, I'm a Namecheap guy. Um, Namecheap, personally, yeah. uh, I just prefer their interface better than GoDaddy. Uh, but there's nothing like they all do the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, perhaps in the future, when Web3 takes over, we'll be buying ENS domains or, uh, you know, .ptc names or uh, something like that. But it, for now, .com is king. So mm-hmm. first thing you need to do is is name your business and go get the domain and get the .com. Don't get the .net. Don't get the .io. Don't get any of the special endings that are available, uh, grab the .com and, and that's it. That's the first thing you need to do. And it's going to cost you 10, 12, $13 if you buy a standard domain name or maybe a couple hundred bucks if you decided to go after something that was uh, already taken and somebody was selling it third party. Yep. And just to say, if you're outside of the US, like if you're in Australia or the UK, for example, get the 
country specific extension to your domain as well. So if you're in Australia.com.au, you actually want to use that one. You should buy the .com as well so that you own it. But do get the .com.au because in your country, search engines will often prefer that um, over the .com. And it's good for your local customers as well. Australians, for example, like to buy from Australians. So if they see .com.au on the end of your domain name, they know you're an Australian website. And if you're in Australia selling to the U.S., again, get a .com there, right? Get get the domain local to where you're selling. John, why do uh, Australians not like uh, – like why do they prefer to buy from Aussies and not anyone else, John? Oh, well, you know, it's it's the same question of why do Americans think no other country exists on this planet? <laughs> We're <laughs> all patriots, right? <laughs> I knew if I set you up for something like that, you'd knock it down. So, uh, all right. So domain, uh, the next thing I do immediately personally, uh, look, again, you're, you're, you're going to Shopify. You're putting this domain in. That's where you're starting. I like to set up G Suite right away. Uh, so G Suite is the ability for you to own an email at your domain. Uh, it also houses all of your, you know, your Google drive, just like, it's kind of going to be the hub of your business. Uh, and so I like to set it up immediately. I always set up info first. That's my personal preference. And so info at my new domain.com is what I'll set up with uh, G suite. It costs uh, six or $12 a month, depending which plan you choose. Uh, and you immediately have info at, at my new domain.com. I can set up Ben at my new domain.com as an alias, or I can set up a whole new account. Each new account costs six or $12. And so you can set up stuff for your team members or your VAs or whatever you want to do. Uh, I, I know some other people use like Zoho, uh, used to be popular back in the day. Uh, I'm a G suite guy. The only problem I've ever seen with G suite is when you sell your business, they double check that somebody else is logging in like 16 times before, before they actually let that other person log in without getting warnings. And I guess, you know, that's a great thing, right? They're trying to protect you. But other than that, I, I literally can't find a downside to G suite unless you're an anti Googler and you just don't want to have Google on there. Uh, you're going to have to look for other options, but G suite, I think it's called Google works workspace or workplace now. It is. Um, yep. And so I, that's what I would choose for sure. Uh, I do believe we have a link for that as well. Uh, we'll put links to all this stuff in the show notes. Absolutely. So then you've got your email. The next step is you can go out and get a get a phone number, get a business phone number. Um, uh, once again, you're going to put this on your website uh, as you build your website. You know, it's going to be in the header of your website and a few other places. Um, you know, so set up a nice business phone number depending on you know where you're based. You know, like a uh, if you're in the US, you might get an eight hundred number. If you're in Australia, one three hundred number. Sort of whatever is the uh, the usual sort of business phone number, like what customers expect to see as a business phone number in wherever you're located, that's what you want to go with. Don't put a mobile phone number on your site. You actually want to get a proper professional looking business phone number. And that's not just good for your customers. This is also good for your suppliers. When you're going out to get that supplier approval, one of the things they do think about and they may ask you about is, like what customer service are you going to provide? Are you going to are you going to provide good customer service? And so being able to point to things like that, or at least know that they can see that, does for some suppliers increase the chances that they're going to approve you to sell their products. So, um, you know, depending on what country you're in, there's there's different organisations you can go to to get one of those phone numbers. Uh, who do we recommend in the US, Ben, at the moment? Yeah, grass, Grasshopper is what we recommend in the U.S. And real quick tip, go to Fiverr.com, spend $10 on a voiceover artist to 
like you know air quote answer the phone for you right i actually do it myself i put the mic really close so thanks for calling my new domain.com all of our representatives are currently busy helping other and i just get like it needs to sound good right so don't don't have it just be the stock uh voice and the stock music uh you know go pay to somebody 10 bucks on fiverr to do voiceover work for you or you know if you have a nice microphone lean into it nice and tight and and do it yourself get yourself a, a phone number and um you're uh, you know, you, you're nearly ready to go to start building your website. Now, before we build the website, though, and, and we're going to talk through the, a, a couple of our eight steps there around setting up your Shopify website, um, I like to go out and get some branding made. So this is like a logo, uh, the representation of the brand. You've got your brand name, right? So now you can you can get something designed up to make that look nice on your website. You know, it's going to go in the header of your website. So I like to get this done or at least started um, it, you know, before I build my website. So I've got it ready to go to pop up there. And once again, uh, you know, in the beginning, you can get this done on Fiverr. I, I recommend Fiverr for this. There are so many uh, gigs on Fiverr where you can get somebody to do some really nice branding for you for not a lot of money, you know, between $20, $30, something like that. Uh, you can get a really good result, multiple designs and all of that sort of thing. So um, all you've got to do is go into Fiverr, Tell them what your business name is going to be um, and uh, someone will design you up a logo and send you through some files, image files. Uh, make sure you get the source files as well. Uh, just a, a little tip there so that they can be edited later uh, if need be. Uh, and, uh, you know, in a day or two, you'll get back those files from the person who's going to design them for you. Hey, just want to jump in here real quick and say if you're loving this show, the number one thing you can do to help us out is simply go to Spotify or iTunes or whatever you're listening on and smash that follow button, that subscribe button, and leave us a review. It really does help us reach more people. And if you've got a friend that you know should be listening to this, send the podcast over to them. We'd love to have them join us as well. And real quick, two quick resources I have for you. If you want to join us in our free Facebook group, you can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash dropship tribe or just search the dropship tribe. And we also have a paid version version of this podcast where you can get even more of John and I and longer form content. You can find that on Patreon at patreon.com slash dropship podcast. All right, back to the show. And in that branding, you're going to need to pick a color scheme, right? So go look in your industry, find a, a, a feel for your website. Uh, I'm sure you can go to Google and say color scheme for blank. Uh, and they're going to pull up many, many websites that'll offer you a color scheme. Uh, they're going to ask for that in your branding. You're going to want to know that on your website. Uh, you know, pick colors that, that you feel good about. Uh, don't pick anything super, super loud unless that's exactly the type of product you're selling. But uh, those are the two steps there in branding. Next up, I think the next step, you need a theme. Uh, you can't build your Shopify store without a theme. They do come with a free one uh, when you sign up for Shopify. I'm not even sure what they are nowadays. And you can definitely get started on a free theme. Uh, but if you want to take your store to the next level right out of the gates, go buy a paid theme. It'll be a great investment long-term, uh, you know, a couple hundred bucks uh, to buy a decent theme nowadays. Uh, but it's well worth it in the functionality and like almost ease of use that the, the new themes have given you. And so uh, I'm a superstore guy. John, what do you recommend? Uh, yeah, Superstore is fantastic. I certainly have used that a lot of times myself, uh, which is from a company called Out of the Sandbox, uh, outofthesandbox.com. The other one I, I, I like, which is actually quite similar, is the Empire theme, uh, which is by pixelunion.net, pixelunion.net. You can go there to check that one out. Um, uh, look, if, if the, the look and feel of those two doesn't do it for you, uh, I'd recommend a theme called Warehouse or one called Expanse. 
just to give you a few extra ideas that do look a little bit different, but are both still uh, quite good quality themes. And if you want something super basic uh, that's easy to code, get shoptimized, and John will tell you how much he hates it. <laughs> I'm actually a fan of it. Uh, it's easy. It's easy. But there's better themes out there that, uh, especially with section, is everywhere coming along. Um, the new themes are are pretty amazing that are out well, all, there. So. All of those themes that we just listed off are now compliant for Shopify's 2.0 theme uh, builder, uh, customizer, sorry, which Shoptimized is not. And shameless plug, if you sign up for Dropship Breakthrough, we're going to give you one. We're going to give you a premium theme as part of your Quartz purchase because we think it means that much. Um, I started on a free theme. And so I don't want to like discount if people don't want to spend that couple hundred bucks. You don't have to. And you will make sales. But I would quickly use some of that profit to upgrade your theme. uh, And you might find that upgrading your theme is kind of a pain in the ass. So maybe you should do it out of the gates if you have the extra money sitting there. I would definitely recommend it. And again, uh, if you want to learn this process from us, uh, sign up at dropshipbreakthrough.com and we'll give you uh, a premium theme as part of your course purchase. Awesome. So you get your theme for your Shopify account, you install it into your Shopify account, and then you've got to set that up. And so, you know, what you don't need to do at this particular point is, you know, set up the, you know, the entire thing. So it's 100% what you would take out for customers, right? Um, But you do just need to do enough, as we mentioned earlier in the episode. So that when a supplier looks at it, they go, yeah, this looks good. You know, this is looking good. I can see where this is going. Uh, I can see it's going to be a good place for my products to live. So what are the bits that we do need to set up, Ben? Yeah, I think going back to those colors you decided on, that's going to be one of the first things you do. Hop into your theme, customize the theme, change all the colors to where you want them to be, right? You're going to need to pick probably two main colors and maybe even a button color that kind of stands out. Uh, Beyond that, you're going to want to at least have a homepage. Uh, When you call a supplier, they're not going to go to mynewwebsite.com slash product slash name of their product. Like they're not going to type all that in. They're going to go to just your homepage, right? And so you're going to want your homepage built out. Uh, You don't need to go pay for images for your homepage. Um, A lot of those you can, uh, you know, borrow from your suppliers. If you've already worked with them, say, hey, I want to feature you guys on the front page. I'm using one of your images to represent your brand on on the homepage. There are also uh, sites like pixabay.com um, and pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S.com, where it is royalty-free stock images. And so if you're selling virtually anything, you're going to be able to find royalty-free images. Uh, and that's the first place I would start. I would start up by setting up slider images on my homepage so that when somebody types in my URL for the first time, ideally a supplier, that they land on something they like and they think it looks fantastic. Is there anything else you would do other than like swap your branding in there, get a homepage image? Is there anything else you would do out of the gates uh, regarding design further than that? No, there's there's not a lot more. I mean, the reality is is that the the you know if you once again if you're using a good quality theme, I mean, most of the design's already done, right? That that needs to be done at this point. You're really just slotting a few images in here and there, adding a bit of text, you know, adding in your phone number, making you know putting your you know, your, your business email into the footer or something like that. Like you just, you're kind of just inserting things into that theme framework. But yeah, I mean, for me at, at, at this stage anyway, sure. Before we go live to customers, I'm going to come back and do some things to it. Right. But in the interest, I mean, at this point, I think it's, you've got to have this balance of moving forward 
as well as doing enough, right? But you don't want to go, you don't want to do too little. You also don't want to spend too much time doing things you don't actually need to do for where you're at in the process, right? So at this point before calling suppliers, yeah, you want to get it looking good enough, but you don't need to spend hours and hours and hours and hours agonizing over your website, um, you know, and, and going around in circles with it. So no, I, you don't need to do a lot more at this point. So next up, you got to get some products on there, right? The, the When the supplier comes, they're going to want to see something. Um, so I would upload personally three products, maybe two products from the brand you're calling, maybe even one. Uh, but you have to have some products on there. Number one, to like your homepage is going to have some carousels built in there on these premium themes. Uh, you're going to want some products to show up inside of those carousels so it doesn't look like you have an empty website. Uh, but you're also, you need to get some products on there. So when you call uh, your first supplier, you can say, here's how your products are going to look on the site and show them an example of that. Personally, I like to build out collection pages too so that I can show them, hey, here's how I'm going to represent your brand. But you don't need to go that far. Just upload some products. Uh, and I also think you need, uh, as the final step, some standard pages. I think this is just more of a legal thing. Personally, uh, Shopify creates some of these for you. Simply link them in your footer. Put a navigation menu in your footer for your uh, slash policy slash terms of service. Uh, make sure you fill out the back end of Shopify so it has your information in there, uh, your address in there. I mean, there's some, there's some laws in the United States that you need to follow. And so just getting those standard pages of privacy policy, terms of service, contact us, uh, you know, get those pages up on your website. They don't even need to be built out too much. Like uh, Shopify builds, as long as you filled in your information in the back end, Shopify will take care of the policy pages for you that they'll generate them for you. Um, but your contact us page, you don't need to put much on there. Slap your phone number on there. Say that we're happy to answer your call 24 hours a day, anything like that. Just get some standard pages on your site. So it actually looks like a semi-functioning site. Even if you're not sending traffic there, uh, you want a supplier to be able to look at it and be like, oh, I can see where these guys are going with this. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll do the same. I'll build out one collection page and five product pages for for to fit onto the home page that's you for in those themes we talked about a lot of the boxes there it's five products that's the space so one collection page five product pages that's all i set up and those sort of st- standard kind of terms and privacy policy pages as well and so look guys if you know it's 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 hard to visualize all of this when we're talking on a podcast but if you want to see how we walk through setting up these uh websites at this point and any point in the journey like step-by-step over the shoulder. We do all of that in Dropship Breakthrough, um, as well as give you all the templates you need to do it, a free theme, high-quality theme. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and uh, join up. We'd love to see you in there. And if you're an avid listener, you've heard you've heard where we went to if this is your first episode go back we showed you how to pick a niche we showed you how to not get stuck on niche selection we showed you how to find us suppliers we showed you how to name your business we've now walked you through the eight steps to building your drop shipping website and next up we are once again going to pull an episode from our private patreon feed to uh, where we discuss contacting drop shipping suppliers um I'm a big fan of this episode. It starts out with some weird uh, uh, Australian bird sounds, uh, which I think are hilarious. And so uh, I'm a big fan of that one, but we gave a lot of tips in there. And so um, if you've been following along and you're ready to contact suppliers, we're going to walk you through those steps in the next few episodes. Uh, And then I think uh, we have on our list here to actually show them an actual supplier call. So um, we're going to have to figure that out, John, how we can record an actual supplier call. But I think that would be helpful. I know that was one thing that really I was very stuck on. So hopefully uh, you guys are ready to call suppliers and, and next few episodes will get you across the finish line to getting your first suppliers on board. 
Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business. If you're a listener to this show, you either are a high-ticket dropshipper or you're considering becoming one. And if you're in that second group, you're probably wondering, what am I going to sell? Who am I going to serve? Well, we have the perfect product for you. It's called the 5-Day Challenge. You can find it at dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash 5. For $97 in just five days, you will figure out what you're going to sell, who you're going to serve, and at the end of those five days, you'll hop on a call with either John or myself, and we will verify what you chose and give you the pros and cons, the ups and downs, and help you get started on the right foot. Dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash five.